This program is a paid commercial announcement from Jacob Media Partners and does not reflect the views of WPHT or its management. And a good Saturday morning, everyone, and welcome into Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show, as we begin your weekend here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, along with David and Karen Bazaar and Brett Elam. I'm Joe Krause, as we uh, broadcast to you on a Saturday morning, and we start to do the conversion uh, of the Thrive Studio uh, at the offices in uh, Fort Washington. So I'm super excited to be part of this uh, added value component to the radio program, and uh, I trust that we'll work this process out over the next few weeks and ultimately perfect what is great video. So we'll put some pictures behind uh, the words that come to uh, all members of the Thrive Army uh, every Saturday morning. David, a good morning to you, sir. Good morning, Joe. And you know, I went kicking and screaming on this due to the radio face issue. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was going to say, you just said yeah, that last I mean, week. Come on, right? <laughs> All that, of a sudden. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so we're here. We're excited about it. And uh, it's been an interesting couple of weeks in the financial market. So we got a great show lined up. Uh, we're going to talk about um, you know conventional strategy versus maybe a little unconventional strategy, which works. Uh, I say quite often to people, you know, what's popular isn't always right, and what's right isn't always popular. So we're going to. I think this show in particular is going to really help with some of the confusion, some of the nuances, some of the little intricacies related to the Secure Act and specifically Roth IRA accounts. Yeah, and throughout the hour, I'll give everybody an opportunity to learn about uh, two workshops that will be scheduled for uh, next week, Taxes in Retirement, the title of both workshops. But the shows have taken, uh, have also taken a, a little bit of a different twist, meaning uh, we've started uh, having dialogue that has gone uh, to a much deeper level of conversation where uh, in the past we talked about perhaps two or three different areas or elements. Now we're trying to zero in and give people a little bit more uh, depth uh, in terms of the conversation. Yeah, and, and instead of scratching the surface, Krause, and again, uh, we're trying to go deep on one topic. Again, just kind of taking the pulse of our listening audience of just what they'd like to hear out there. And again, uh, we've just uh, received incredible feedback just saying, hey, let's choose one topic and just kind of go a little bit deeper in all the talking points and things that I have to think about of, am I prepared for all these different situations that we talk about here on the show, Krause? You know, last week, the one uh, uh, cool thing about last week's show, uh, stories allow us to visualize how something specific applies to us. And I think, Brett, you laid out a tremendous uh, example uh, or tremendous story last week that really allowed me, when I went back and listened to the podcast of the show after the broadcast, allowed some real clarity for me to be able to, again, take what's real out there and try and apply it to how it applies to us. And that's it. I mean, and we're gonna, I'm going to go there again today, Krause, because especially with the roller coaster that we have in the market out there today, again, we've been talking about irrational exuberance and all those different topics over the past um, couple months here. And again, talking about the Secure Act and Roth conversions, just want to share another story. I'll, I'll call it almost a tale of two weeks of just uh, talking about where things were come February 21st and where things were February 28th as we continue through um, yet another week. And just a client conversation I had on both those days, and they looked very dramatically different. And then where taxes fit into that overall equation. So again, rational decisions versus emotional, Krause. David, the one
one thing that you mentioned in last week's show, uh, we were talking about uh, the volatility that was happening during the week and all of the coronavirus conversation and all of that. Um, and you made it a point uh, to a very in a relaxing way to say, hey, we're prepared for this. We're not we're not going crazy uh, at the Thrive Financial Services offices. Yeah, I mean, we have, I think, close to 680 clients. And I can tell you personally, uh, and I have a lot of clients, you know, here at Thrive, and uh, I got two text messages. The two text messages were, uh, are you watching everything? And I was like, yes. <laughs> and uh, the second text message was very similar to it. Are we all good? And I said, yes. That was it. And, you know, I'm growing up in this industry and, you know, I saw the 87 and I saw, you know, the mid 90s and then the 2000 and then 07 through 09. Um, you know, I, I've seen panic and I've seen how people react to panic. And, um, you know, a long time ago, I made a decision I don't want to be part of that. So we're safe money strategists. We still believe in the stock market wholeheartedly. It's just you have to position yourself um, once you get to retirement to be in a little bit more defensive mode than an offensive mode. Well, on behalf of those 600 plus clients of Thrive Financial Services, well done. Uh, thank you on uh, their behalf. Karen, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much uh, for asking. Uh, part of your, you always have lots of notes, lots of printouts, yes, and lots of stuff. With, uh, I'm the list girl. All right, good. What, what sure. list are we dealing with today? Well, I think I'm going to jump on the bandwagon with David and Brett is there's so much confusion out there between Roth, traditionals, do I have to take RMDs? Do I not have to take RMDs? What are RMDs and what are all these acronyms? So we're just going to kind of dive into it today. Should be a good show if, if you're listening on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT as we go in and out of the uh, commercial breaks uh, on the show, uh, you'll hear some audio messaging that will tell you about the text phone number that you can uh, use if you'd like to communicate with everyone uh, via text. You'll hear reminders about thrivefinancialservices.com uh, and the website and those uh, different uh, opportunities on the website that are there for you to download. And of course, they're complimentary. David, uh, 75 seconds before we get to uh, our first commercial break here on a Saturday morning, set the stage for the audience in terms of what, what to expect today. Yeah, sure. Today's going to be Roth-oriented. A lot okay. of Roth conversation, the rules and reasonings behind them. Um, a lot of confusion out there about it, especially with the Secure Act just kind of popping up. Um, we're going to spend some time going through distribution strategies and how Roths kind of interact with that and then the taxation. This is really important, right? This is the part where I tell people routinely, getting to retirement, not really a very difficult thing, right? Make money, spend less than you make, put it into a retirement account, um, defer, 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 and defer. And then we get out to this stage of life that we now need to start using that. We got to make decisions on Social Security, Medicare. Where do I take this money to live off and meet all my expenses? That's where the confusion kind of comes in. Most people are not doing it correctly. We're going to try to right that ship tonight. When we get back after our first commercial break, we will begin uh, that conversation uh, coming up on March 10th uh, at the West Whiteland Township building in Exton. Uh, taxes in retirement. 
Sherman is the workshop. The 10th is a Tuesday. And then on the 11th at the Huntington Valley Library, which is uh, located on Red Lion Road in Huntington Valley. Go to thrivefinancialservices.com. Scroll down to the middle of the page. Click on that event details button, uh, and you'll get all the information about getting registered. We'll get to our first commercial break. This is Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. Back in a moment. And welcome back, everyone, on a Saturday morning here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. We're glad to be here every Saturday morning. I kind of feel as though we begin the weekend for everyone uh, on Saturday morning. We're on uh, the radio station every week from 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. And I, I kind of feel like the audience on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT uh, wakes up with us uh, every morning. And, and I think that's the number bear that out, and I think the number of people that are coming uh, out for either a complimentary review or coming to a workshop or now texting, uh, I think is a tribute to what you guys are all doing. So well done by, by you. Yeah, Krause, it's exciting when we get to be here on the air and just chat about how many uh, people were able to um, give guidance and just be an advocate out there in the community, where now we're almost seeing almost 70 new people on a weekly basis just having that unique customized Thrive Retirement Roadmap Review. So I, I want to share a quick story of somebody that I had sat down with just over the past couple of weeks. And um, obviously, the, the yo-yo on the, the market right now had, had uh, I guess, brought on some new conversations that weren't necessarily there before. So when we had sat down with this couple, um, they were both in retirement, both collecting Social Security, both collecting uh, both a, a pension and IRA income. So they had income of about $105,000. And we went through that, that typical tax report that we start sharing, the, I call it the harvest and the seed, how much are you going to pay if you just kick the can down the road versus um, what happens if we talk about Roth conversion. And it all made sense. So we, said, we, scheduled, we scheduled an appointment for them to come back in. And one of the other reports that we had taken them through, and again, we talk about it here on the air, is something that's called Riskalyze. And it's something that's very important right now because it's, the, it's a leading software in our industry today, Krause, where it measures people's risk tolerance in a different way than what people are used to. And then we make that assessment versus hey, we look at your portfolio and is there some divergence between the way that you feel and the way your portfolio looks? I'm just making sure that you're not going to get that sick stomach feeling when we went through a week like we saw two weeks ago. Um, and who knows what's the uncertainty now? Is it a buying opportunity? Are things going to continue to collapse just because things go up one day? Are they going to retreat, et cetera? So when we met this couple, again, we're going to talk about a little bit today the difference between qualified and non-qualified accounts. We talk about qualified accounts, things like IRAs, 401ks, things that are relevant when we have a Roth conversion story. But this unique couple, they also had some non-qualified money, Krause, where they had almost $800,000 in long-term capital gains. So when we start talking about the risk that they have in their portfolio, it's always very easy to reallocate people's portfolios within an IRA or a Roth IRA because simply there's no tax consequences, just simply reallocating within those portfolios. But we meet people, and we've talked about irrational exuberance over the past couple of weeks, et cetera. And, and then this couple, they had a risk weighting score. So their risk score, their agita, their sick stomach feeling, they had, that was, they were a 28. And then when we inputted their portfolio, their risk weighting of their portfolio was a 53. 
that's pretty big divergence. Again, your portfolio is a bit more risky than what your stomach is. So one of the things, that the report that we deal with this Riskalyze, we send out a behavioral questionnaire first. And what that does based on the answers to those questions, that we, and it's basically asking the same question 15 different ways. We really want to drill down and get a true understanding of where that uncomfortableness actually kicks in from a risk perspective. That scale is based on one to 100. One, money's buried in the backyard in a cookie jar. 100, you know, you're at Park Casino on a daily basis type thing. So based on the way you answer, we assign a numeric value. We think that's a better way to figure out whether or not uh, kind of really what the risk is. Then what Brett's going to share now is we take every single holding that we see in your investment portfolios, in the IRAs, in the Roths, in this traditional brokerage, any cash that you have, and we collectively do the same thing where we now come up with a risk profile of the investment based on that same scale from one to 100. And we look to see how close those two things are. If they're, like Brett said, if there's a big spread between the two, you're a 30 from a, you know, from a risk standpoint, but your portfolio is a 60, that's really out of balance. And that's what can cause tremendous risk in a portfolio. And just for clarity, that's exactly what your example that's it, is or was. The, the individual's risk tolerance from the data scored that number in the 20s. I think it was 28, right? That's right. 28. The portfolio... Big from the data, big yeah. difference scored a lot. Scored a lot higher, and it's just you know it's so simple of a report. It's such a simple exercise to go through, but it's so critically important. And if people in the listening audience wanted to take advantage of that, they can call us. Right, it's on our website. You can see and get an initial risk assessment, but then we could do the portfolio analysis and to see if you're properly positioned. But I would just suggest people call us at eight hundred five one six. 5861, or go to our website and say, hey, I want to get that risk allies analysis done on my portfolio. And just one last question before you yeah, continue on, Brett, just so, so I make sure. So did the couple with the 28 risk factor think that the portfolio was in line with... That's, and that's with, exactly where we're going. Okay, okay. So this initial conversation happened on February 20th. So that was before we saw that dip of the market at the end of February. So the, 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 I guess the conclusion that came out of there was like, you know what, I, I guess I'm a little bit more aggressive than what I really scored at. I'm probably more married up to my portfolio because people are, don't want to necessarily admit there's a mistake, they're out of tolerance. No, I can stomach it. So we shared with them, again, because a lot of, they had $800,000 in long-term capital gains. They said, I'm not going to touch that stock because if I sell the stock, I'm going to have to end up paying in taxes. So we shared with them, and again, it was money they inherited about a decade ago. So we saw a gigantic gain. Just again, the market's gone through the roof since 2009. So on that $800,000 capital gain, if they wanted to reposition the portfolio to something that more suits their stomach, they would have paid $165,000 extra in taxes to reposition that portfolio. So then what we discovered was, you know what, Brett? I think my risk tolerance is actually a little bit higher than what it is because I really don't want to pay that tax. You know, when I die, my kids will inherit the money. They won't have to pay any taxes. It's what we call as a stepped-up cost basis. 
So now let's fast forward one week to February 28th. The market had just gone down 12%. Irrational exuberance, except now we're going on the other side of it. So now all of a sudden that million dollar portfolio, $800,000 capital gain, now it's down to $680,000 in long-term capital gains because this million turned into 880 in one week. I got a phone call. Hey, is everything okay? Because we're scheduled to meet a couple weeks from now. No, 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 no. Like, can we have that conversation again? I go, which conversation? I go, we went through a lot. So again, we go through a lot during that complimentary Thrive Retirement Roadmap review. They said, you remember we said we were going to pay 165000 in taxes? Well, the market's gone down, so I'm sure my tax obligation went down. I said, what do you mean? And they go, can you just rerun the numbers if we were to get out today? Again, panic stricken. Again, emotional feelings. So what we did is we ran the new tax analysis because now they only had 680000 in long-term capital gains. So now if they sold everything and repositioned it, it was going to be $135,000 in long-term capital gains taxes. I got the same exact reaction. It's too much. I can't do it. I go, why'd you call me today? They said, well, you know, I really don't want to lose that. I go, well, you don't have that same loss. You would have, been, you would have netted before $835,000 of proceeds. But taxes was the number one reason why you did not want to reallocate. Taxes is important. Again, it needs to be, but it can't be the most important thing when we talk about non-qualified after-tax money. Again, we're going to be talking about Secure Act and Roth conversion and going deep, just like we have on a lot of the topics here today. But a lot of people forget about their after-tax money. It's like, I'm just going to touch it. I'm not going to touch it because I don't want to lose that. I don't want to have to pay the taxes when it's unnecessary. Yeah, but now all of a sudden, if we're getting that phone call, it means there was that uneasy feeling because your risk tolerance wasn't really where your portfolio was. It really was what you really assessed. And now all of a sudden, you're feeling the exact same way. Brett, I don't want to trade the portfolio. Why? Because I still have to pay $135,000 in taxes. And that's where we start talking about, it's, it's the conversation that David, Karen, myself, the rest of the team here at Thrive, maybe it's time to actually bite the bullet, pay those taxes to allow for yourselves to go off into the sunset, ease up a little bit of that pain, especially for them, it made up a significant amount of their portfolio that they said they weren't, they weren't necessarily concerned about losing. We're all of a sudden loud and clear after one week and a 12% decline on the, on the market. They're having the exact same conversation and they get to the exact same conclusion. Now, all of a sudden, if they went ahead and sold, they went ahead and sold that portfolio here one week later, even net of taxes, they now have $750,000 after taxes. And they came to the exact same conclusion saying, I can't. And now we're saying, hey, let's come in a little bit earlier because now we may need to rethink our strategy because of where the market is. And Krause, that's it. Whether that's it's Secure Act, whether it's, there, whether it's Roth conversion, is irrational exuberance. Be true to yourself as to who you really are because when you're in retirement, you got a lot more time to think about these things. Is You take a step back, make an irrational decision, not an emotional decision. It doesn't necessarily all have to be done in one year, but we need to be ready. Because this market's getting ready to go. We don't easy, know which way it's going to go, is up it, or down. Is it, as before we get into the break, is it easy to be true to yourself in, the, in, in that scenario? That sounds, like, that sounds like that might be the toughest part of the conversation. That's exactly right. Yeah, and that's, that's, the, vet, that's the value of working with a you know, conscientious observer, so yeah, to say. Well done. And Krause, and that's it. Every, we get the opportunity to do it again 70 times now we're up to on a weekly basis. And again, if you hear that story and say, you know what, that sounds like me. I got a large long-term capital gain. What is the best way to attack it? 
Again, whether it's Secure Act, long-term capital gains, Roth conversions, these are all things that we talk about. Reach us at 1-800-516-5861. Again, that's 1-800-516-5861. Or you can always reach out to us at Thrive. That's T-H-R-I-V-E, thrivefinancialservices.com. And I'll use that um, cue to get into the commercial break uh, and remind all of the listeners of two upcoming workshops uh, on the 10th and the 11th, uh, the 10th for all of those in the Exton area at the West Whiteland Township building, uh, and then on the 11th Wednesday uh, over at the Huntington Valley Library, which is on Red Lion Road. We'll get to a commercial break. Uh, We'll continue with David, Karen, and Brett. On Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. And as we come back into the uh, radio program out of the commercial break, I did want to take a quick second to uh, shout out to all members of the Thrive Army who are big-time supporters of the radio show, meaning they consume uh, the radio show. They listen to us. They go to thrivefinancialservices.com. They download the podcast, uh, which is getting a lot of play, by the way. The number of people downloading the show, I think, is incredible, uh, which is great. Great, uh, great um, as well. Uh, and then they also come to the workshop with that one unconditional guarantee that has been a constant on this show since when we started on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, and that is you will leave more educated than before you arrived whether you're self-managed, whether you currently have a financial advisor, you're going to learn more, and it's all for free. It's amazing to me. It's hard to believe. It's hard to believe. It creates the skeptics and the cynics, but uh, it's the way we do it. I I love it. I'm I'm so thrilled to be sitting in the chair. Karen, uh, how are you? I'm great. Good. I'm doing good. So um, we're going to continue the conversation about everything, but um, again, we have no clients, I would say, we don't have a lot of clients calling and saying, someone came in the last week and said, I get you, best you're getting a lot of phone calls from people. I'm like, really, really not, really not. And the reason is we definitely take care of our clients the way they need to be taken care of, and it's an individual basis and focused I, on retirement. We're not. And I think that the decisions that are made today are for tomorrow. What you guys are doing today in terms of that roadmap put people in a position of security, of safety, of non-concern as the world rolls forward and we have no idea what's coming tomorrow. So I'm going to talk a little bit about uh, the Roth IRA situation. And one question, comment I get a lot of times when we first sit down with people, a certain percentage of people don't even know the great benefits there are to a Roth IRA. So real quick, we're going to be talking about Roth IRAs, but the reason, the big difference between traditional IRAs and Roth IRAs is that the money that goes into a traditional IRA is pre-tax dollars. So you haven't paid your income tax on that money yet. And the IRS has a code. I was looking online today. Um, They have a lot of tax codes and many different things can fall into IRA categories, 401ks, 403bs, there's so many. But the actual section I was looking at today um, online and the other day is 89 pages long just for 
traditional IRA distributions versus Roth IRA distributions. And there's always different rules to when you can take money out, when you can't. So that's why you really need to have somebody in your corner that really knows what they're talking about. So if we don't know the answer, we have experts on staff that know the answers for us. So um, just real quick, we know we had the, uh, the SECURE Act, which changed a lot. But basically, traditional IRAs are always subject to RMDs. If you're the person that owns it, Required minimum distributions now starting at 72. And um, Roth IRAs are not subject to required minimum distributions if you're the person that's holding the account. You're the, the person that started the uh, Roth IRA. But guess what? If you have an inherited Roth IRA, there's different rules that are involved with that. And I actually have a little bit of a printout here, but... Um, Starting again, Roth IRAs, not normally required minimum distribution subject to it. But now if you have somebody who, if you are a married couple and you pass it on to your spouse, they can just put it in their name, correct? Um, But moving forward, if you're a child of a Roth IRA, inherited Roth IRA, or somebody else, you have to take the money out. And usually it's within a five-year period. So not all of the proceeds are taxable, but then guess what? Sometimes they can be taxable. So there's like a lot of give and take there that you really have to understand what you're doing before you just jump into doing your taxes or planning your future because it's going to affect your future as well. One, one of the things we talk about, Joe, at the workshop is we cover a list of the mistakes that people make when they're doing their retirement planning. And one of the big ones is, is related to required minimum distributions. One of the things that's very surprising to people is if you are talking about traditional IRAs, you're required now starting because of the SECURE Act at age 72 to start making those distributions. There's a penalty if you don't calculate the required minimum distribution amount correctly. So there's a lot of rules, right? We've got 401ks, 403bs, traditional IRAs, the list goes on and on. Karen said just a little bit ago, 89 pages just for the distribution rules. When you look at the IRS tax code, 401k, that alphanumeric number Mm -hmm. is an assigned clause in the IRS tax code. It has its own set of distribution rules. Traditional IRAs have their own set, 403Bs, 457 plans, 401As. Each one of them have a different set of distribution rules. So if you haven't read the rules and you just kind of go off of the normal thing that everybody thinks, you may make distribution. You might have five or six different types of accounts, each one having a different, um, you know, different distribution rule. It's easy to make a mistake. The challenge is that mistake is a 50% penalty. So if you were supposed to take out $25,000 in a required minimum distribution out of your traditional IRA account, and you only took out 15000 That's a $10,000 mistake that you're assessed a 50% penalty on. That's excessive. That's, that's a big deal. That's a big deal. And that's not including interest. That's just the penalty amount. Okay? So it's important to know the rules. That's why we think it's really critical, important. Um, retirement income planning is really a very specified set of skill sets to understand all the moving parts. Now, the complexity that Karen's talking about is the SECURE Act, right? 
um, has changed things. If you stay in a traditional IRA and you happen to be a person who inherits that and you're a non-spouse, you now only have 10 years instead of your life expectancy to distribute all that money. That was going to be my one question. If I inherited a traditional IRA from a parent prior to the SECURE Act, and now the SECURE Act as of January is in play, my obligation or requirement now falls under the SECURE Act requirement. You are actually grandfathered. Oh, I am. So it's everyone who passes away after New Year's Day 2020. Okay. Yeah. So. so that's what kicks in for beneficiaries. Now, the other complexity, which, you know, we hear headlines normally, right? We buy into headlines. So Roth IRA, tax deferred, hold it for a specific period of time, tax-free, We hear from a lot of people, no required minimum distributions, and that's what they buy into. But the rules are is, yeah, there's no required minimum distributions for you as the owner, but for your beneficiaries who inherit that IRA, Roth IRA, there is required minimum distributions. And you ready for this? It gets even worse. If it's your Roth money, if it's a Roth 401k, those rules are different than a Roth (laughs) IRA. They make it easy, Krause. Again, Karen said one rule, 89 pages long. Yeah, I don't actually... We're going to quiz you later today, Krause. I don't see how there is any way possible to, to navigate through the entire process without making a mistake that ultimately puts you in a position where you're going to call, it's going to cost you money. Yeah, and, and again, the, the Roth IRA beneficiary rules state... Sometimes it can be taxable. Sometimes it's not taxable. So it really depends. And that's why to get a second set of eyes, you know, using the Thrive Retirement Roadmap Review, like what, you know, come in and spend an hour with us, get clarity on all these little intricacies. And that way you afford yourself the opportunity not to make mistakes and get a great education about it, right? One last clarity on it. Mm -hmm. Back to the example of traditional IRA before the SECURE Act. No obligation to take it out within 10 years, right? That's right. Now that traditional IRA gets passed along to the children of my wife. Mm-hmm. And all that money that she didn't take out, that she inherited, is now there is now to them. At that point... Or, are they grandfathered? No, they're no. not. No. No. So it's all about the date the person passed okay, away. Right, right. So then at that point, the 10-year rule kicks in and would apply. So you've got to, you've got to prepare for that. Absolutely. Right. And I met with somebody who um, had a situation where the person passed away January 4th. So they are subject now to that 10-year. They have to distribute that money in 10 years. So... That's kind of thrown on them, just like a lot of other people that, you know, kind of passed so quickly that there was question of, if I already started my RMDs, can I stop my RMDs? That's, you know, there's so many confusion, so much The answer is no to that. Like, if you've already yes. started, you're locked into the old rules, right? It, again, it's all hinged on that date of January 120. No, I know we're not going to cover this because we're up against the time to get into the break and we're not going to cover it on today's show anyway. Uh, But now, because of the SECURE Act, the dollars that I'm forced to take out per year have a direct impact, or they can, 
on how I am positioned for Medicare. They will. Taxes, they will. Not maybe. Sound income. They will. It's income. You've been listening, Joe. And now it now yeah, brings yeah, in the purpose, Krause, for that income plan. So again, if you're like, I got a Roth IRA coming my way, or maybe I'm going to leave it, or do I convert? These are all things we talk about, Krause. Again, if this sounds like you on the radio and you're like, I need that second opinion. These are all things we talk about. 1-800-516-5861. Again, that's 1-800-516-5861. Or feel free to email us at info at Thrive Financial Services. Again, that's Thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E, financialservices.com. Again, and schedule that complimentary Thrive Retirement Roadmap. Or go to the workshop. I think we talked about small mistakes last week. As yeah. I go to the, as we go into the commercial break, I don't want to go off on another tangent. Um, small mistake, make a small mistake. Go to the workshop. You'll leave more educated. We'll get to a commercial break here on Talk Radio twelve ten WPHT. Thank you so much for listening on a Saturday morning. Back in a moment. And back here on a Saturday morning here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, along with David and Karen Bazaar and Brett Elam. I'm Joe Krause. Glad to uh, be with you uh, on a Saturday morning. And I hope I'm not confusing those who are already confused. Or if you weren't confused, I'm very sorry for confusing you because it's a process for me uh, to ultimately um, try and wrap my arms around it. And, and, and David, as I come to you um, to be in our final segment, uh, I, I'm not sure that even those uh, who live in a space that are self-managed to the point that they have a, a thorough understanding of everything, I'm not sure they're ever going to really know everything. Is that, And that's not being disrespectful of them. That's just, there's too many rules and laws and changes. Hey, I mean, look, if, you know, if, if I walked in and, and you were a jet propulsion engineer, and you were trying to explain me how it all works, I'm eventually just going to throw my hands up and go, you seem to know what you're talking about, so I guess I'll listen to you. You know what I mean? That's, and that's what happens. It just gets to a point that this is what we do every day for the past 30 years. We get an area of expertise. We get a good understanding of how it all works. You know, I ask people all the time, Joe, I said, um, I said do you like eating hot dogs? And you know, the majority of people say, yeah, yeah, I like a good dog every once in a while. I said, great. I said, um, you enjoy him? Yeah. I said, do you want to know how they're made? No. <laughs> no. Right? That's where that kind of kicks in. It's not, I don't need to know, you know, as a matter of fact, Karen and I um, were at, in the King of Prussia Plaza, and I, it was interesting how life works, right? So there's a new um, food court thing called Pink's, which is the hot dog place from LA. They have it there. So I I haven't had a hot dog in a really long time. I figured I'm going to try this and see how it was. And uh, holy smokes, what a mess, number one. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just, you know, everything's piled on top. It's all over the place. I brought them home to eat them. And then at the same time that night, I'm watching Netflix, and there's this whole show on Game Changers, which is about doing plant-based diets. Yes. So my comment to Karen was... <laughs> that wasn't a vegan hot dog? No, it wasn't no, a vegan hot dog by any stretch. They do make them. Um, I can't even imagine. But, you know, that's, that's, there's so much data. There's so many conflicting... I said to Karen, I said, should we be a vegan? Should we be on the keto diet? Like, what's the best thing? And at the end of the day, you really have to do your research to a point, but then you've got to find somebody that you can buy into, that you like them, you trust them, you see that they're competent, and yep, there's a little bit of blind faith that you have to go with. Um, 
but you still need it. You, you, you need the help to kind of go through the fog of how all, like, I'm going to give you a perfect example. I went, as we were sitting here, um, you know, I went onto the internet. I'm looking at a website that I think is very, very good at explaining what I'm talking about. So let me just read this. Okay. okay? So um, the headline, the question is, withdraw from in retirement. Where, where do I take my money? Now, conventional, and actually says it. I mean, right here, I wish I could show the audience this, but it says conventional strategy. Most people follow a conventional withdrawal strategy. They used non-retirement account savings and investments to support living expenses while waiting to withdraw from IRA, IRAs until age 70 and a half, now 72, when required minimum distributions begin. This approach was often combined with starting Social Security early between the ages of 62 and 65. I would tell you just that little description there describes about 85% of the people who come to our workshops and come in for the Thrive Complimentary Consultation. Would you agree? Completely. Would you agree? Yes, completely. Okay. So that's conventional strategy, conventional wisdom. More research is available now on how this approach will work out over the long haul, and retirees are getting a lot smarter and realizing that delaying the start of Social Security to at least full retirement age or even 70 will actually provide much longer-term security for retirement. Did you write that article? I did not write this article. That's pretty good, though. It's exactly what we say from the front of the room in our workshops, right? Um, People tend to start Social Security very quickly, as soon as possible. 50% of people file for Social Security at age 62. The vast majority of what's left do it at full retirement age. Very few use a specific strategy. Because they say, I'm retired. I need money. I'm not going to touch these amazing things called IRAs. I can't touch those until I'm 72 years old. I can't touch them. That's the mindset. So I'm going to have to start social security and I'm going to have to spend down all of my... Okay. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I get what you're saying. All right. Now, if I go further down the article, there's a thing called the reverse order strategy. The reverse ordered retirement withdrawal strategy is when you withdraw from your retirement accounts like IRAs and 401ks first while letting the Roth IRAs and your non-retirement accounts continue to accumulate. This will be the most tax-efficient approach for folks who have no pensions, have a decent amount of savings in IRAs, and are delaying the start of Social Security until age 70. Have you ever heard that before? Uh, I don't, somewhere, I can't remember where I heard. Something I heard about this company that. called Thrive Financial Services, right? <laughs> Someone wrote an article about us, huh? Yeah. The most efficient tax strategy, right? Why would this be a better... Oh, Karen, I just clicked off your computer. I have no idea where it went. Just go back to... But there you I'm go. Pulling it's it back on. up. There you go. Um, it's very sensitive. This is real time real stuff. Time. Right? Very I'm sensitive I'm not good mouse. with this stuff. I stay away from it. He's a desktop guy. <laughs> yeah. Very sensitive. Um, so this makes a whole lot of sense if your required, min or, uh, your required distributions from IRAs are likely to bump you. So it goes through this. Then they have a third, which is what we do, the hybrid strategy. And where, where that comes into play is not just picking 
the conventional versus the reverse. It's customizing exactly for that particular person sitting in front of us what they need. Much different, right? I am not an all or nothing guy. Nothing is ever as good as it sounds. Nothing is ever as bad as it sounds. There's a lot of gray in the middle. And that gray is determined based upon your particular situation. See, the whole idea behind what we're trying to do for people, Joe, is we have no idea what taxes are going to look like in the future. That's our biggest variable. It's the biggest concern that we have. Now, when I poll people, the vast majority of them say, yep, I believe taxes are going to go up during my retirement. So let's just think logically for a second. Logically then, if I could pay my taxes now when rates are low, that would be smarter than waiting to pay taxes in the future when they're much higher. Would you agree with that statement? I would agree with that 100%. Okay. Here's where the problem occurs. Emotion, right? Back to Brett's Doesn't example. feel... So I'm sitting down with somebody on Friday yesterday nicest couple in the world, smart, right? Had about a million dollars and um, no way are we going to be touching our IRA money. You take social, now they haven't done anything yet. These were our recommendations. And I brought up the idea of doing Roth conversions. And we show in our Thrive Retirement Roadmap Review, a side-by-side report, traditional IRAs, not doing any advanced tax planning, converting to a Roth and what's the net tax liability. And when we show that, obviously, there's much lower tax liability doing the Roth. Now, the number, what we show in the illustration is if we did it all at one time, right? So ripping off a big Band-Aid, assuming all the pain in the world, and paying that tax bill to Uncle Sam at one time. In their particular situation, it was about a $200,000 tax liability to do the conversion that we recommended. So the initial response is, we can't do that. Then as we talked about it, and I, didn't, I don't try to convince anybody about anything, I just present the facts. What they came to on their own conclusion was, we could probably do that if we could spread it out over a number of years. So they happened to be 67 years old, right? So they got five more years until they have to take it. So if we take that $200,000 and divide it out by that period of time, they concluded to themselves that would be much easier to do. It's the same number. It's all psychological. I can pay it now at one lump sum. It's coming out of my money anyway. But, oh, gosh, that would really feel bad. Mm -hmm. But if I spread it out over five years, that would certainly be tolerable. We help people get through that process during this Thrive Retirement Roadmap Review. Finish the story. So now fast forward five years from now or after they've endured that pain and paid it, whether they wrote one check or paid it over five years, they're now in that's a their much better space and they pay no more tax. Right, well, that's, that's it, right? They're, so there's no RMDs to them. There's no more tax. The growth is tax-free if they leave it in there for the specified period of time. It's all good. It's all good. It improves their tax situation dramatically. So this article that I just read from describes exactly what we do in our Thrive Retirement Roadmap Review. I hope we are you know, kind of getting people to understand a couple things. Number one, there's a lot of intricacies, a lot in retirement income planning. Number two, that we here at Thrive at least sound like we know what we're talking about. 
Number three, it's an offer. You know, a lot of people say it sounds too good to be true. My response to people was, if it is true, wouldn't it be too good to pass up? Mm-hmm. And I would say, hey, just give it, let us prove to you that we're telling you the truth. Come get that second opinion, get a second set of fiduciary eyes on it, and see if there could be enhancements. No, whether you do it with us or somebody else, at the end of the day, whether you believe us or not, we're advocates and we care about education and we just want to see people doing better. So call us at 800-516-5861 or go to our website and register for one of our complimentary uh, retirement workshops. And those two workshops next week are the 10th. Uh, at the West Whiteland Township Building in Exton, the 11th at the Huntington Valley Library on Red Lion Road uh, in Huntington Valley, uh, Taxes in Retirement. They both start uh, at 7 o'clock. It's the most amazing thing as we say goodbye on this Saturday morning. All of that, all of the information, all of the reports, uh, the workshop, and all of that, and when you get to the very end of the road, It's okay if you don't want to do any business, and it's okay that you absorbed as much information as you can. It's an amazing thing. Well done uh, by David Bazaar, Karen Bazaar, and Brett Elam. That's going to do do it for us on this Saturday morning. On behalf of all members of the Thrive Army listening this morning, I'm Joe Krause. See you next time, everybody. Thanks for listening to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show, a Jacob Media production. If you're interested in learning more about the power of the radio hour, contact Joe Krause at 267-261-3428. This program is a paid commercial announcement and in no way represents the views of WPHT or its management.